Toe in the Line. Coming at you live from the Maw Voice Production Studios in Odenton, Maryland. What is going on, everybody? It is Mike along with Matt on a very, very somber day for the both of us. Matt, how are you doing? Been better, man. Yeah, it's shocking news uh, out of the music world today. I'm yeah. sure most everybody has heard of it by now. But in case you have not, uh, you want to take it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, today the lead singer of Linkin Park, Chester Bennington, uh, committed suicide uh, by hanging. Um, yeah, no, like Mike said, this, is, this isn't this is just him and I. This is uh, a very – It's a generation. It's a generation of music. Um, it was, I came in today thinking I didn't even want to do the podcast because normally we're – you know, fucking outlandish group of idiots that uh, just like to talk about the... You, me? No. Yeah, right. No. But I I think... It's like saying the Great Wall of China is just a wall. Right. Yeah, I know. Uh, so, Linkin Park and anyone that knew me growing up and even now, uh, definitely a very important band to me and a lot of people. Um, they revolutionized metal, right? And yes, so you're looking at... And I, I, there's other, there's obviously other bands and people build off of each other, but Lincoln Park was able to take, um, punk metal, rock. punk, and then add hip hop and and twist it in with electronic, and it became, um, the staple of you know, all different kinds of people. Anyone could listen to Lincoln Park and find something they liked, and the reality of it is, is that they will be. In the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you have to, so it, to get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it has to be 15 years. You're eligible 15 years after your first album drops. Yep, and they're actually probably going to be eligible soon. Very and soon. The sad part is, is that Chester won't be able to be there to um, be there when he, they go across. He was one of the most unique and, but at the same time, one of the most distinguishable voices in all of music. Everyone knows if you hear that scream, that scream that's alone. There's a certain scream um, in the Who, uh, the Who, you know, uh, one of the best. Rock and roll bands of all time that, uh, you know, they're playing, I believe it's uh, Baba O'Reilly. Uh-huh. And there's a, a music solo breakdown, and then there's just the scream. And everybody knows the who. They know the song based off that scream. You know Chester Bennington based off of his scream. Yep. And I was talking to you before we recorded. I liked Linkin Park. I wasn't a diehard like you were, but sure. I appreciated their music. It's great music. Yeah. I mean, um, but I wasn't. I wasn't honestly. I wasn't ever big on getting CDs or MP3s or anything like that. <laughs> I just wasn't. I'm weird like that. I guess. Nah. Um So I definitely didn't have anything from Linkin Park, but I never turned the station when it came on. I enjoyed it, and I was watching MTV or VH1 or something like that where a documentary of Linkin Park came on, and they had Chester on, and he was explaining what he had to do to be able to scream yet sing, and not blow out his vocal cords i was so enamored by the entire thing a whole new level of respect for what he did right it was when you said i didn't want to do the podcast when i got home from work today i watched live performances sure and to know that we'll never have something like that again right because people may try to emulate him no but but it will never be another chester and i mean that's the thing it's not just like that's the that's the that was the most amazing thing about the band is that not only as a band were they unique but even their individuals right uh chester bennington's scream and his ability to to just to carry a note forever on top of like you look at mike shinoda mike shinoda has a a a hip-hop career with fort minor on top of everything else he's done with lincoln park and they just work so well together it's the same six guys pretty much for the entirety of the band um the other point i wanted to make is that Chester Bennington was um, extremely vocal about um, mental health. Yes. Um, And, I mean, he even had mentioned that he had been um, abused as a child. And so for him to have had the demons he had and to be try through his music and through his own um, stories, try to promote, like, mental health health awareness, um, that is, I mean, to me, it's a big part of Linkin Park's legacy. You can argue that... So, like people will always have an opinion about somebody and you know rock music is for or not for you but what they did through their lyrics on top of their outreach and everything else it's it's just a sad day to know that the thing that he worked so hard to try to deal with and cope with and 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 vocalize to others 
is what ended up taking his life. I was thinking about this because so many of the best artists, music or otherwise, have gone through some serious problems in their personal lives growing up, which allows them to tell such a story right. and to reach people on a, on a, a certain depth. Yeah. They don't reach you at just the face value level. They connect with you in a way that few others can. Absolutely. And unfortunately, it tends to end lives sooner yeah. because you you, know, you can tell the story all you want, but it's still it's, it's still, still there. It's I still mean, a part lost, of you. We lost Chris Cornell. From, I was just uh, Soundgarden. Soundgarden, Audio Slave. Just it, like the, a month uh, ago. Temple of the Dog. I mean, the... The, the it's sad because um, there is a version of the song called Hunger Strike that Temple of the Dog, which was Chris Cornell's first band, performed. And uh, they there's a live version of Chris Cornell and Chester Pennington singing it on stage. And that's what I thought of today. I was like, God, we lost two of the greatest two of the best. voices that have ever graced the rock and roll scene. I watched him do a show. Uh, the last one that he did, Chester uh, Bennington, that is, was on July 6th. What? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Something like that. And he was killing it like he'd been doing it his entire life. And now there is – got to wonder, what does Linkin Park do now? Oh, I mean – You can't. I don't even – I don't – you know, honestly, as a fan, I don't even care at this point. I hope that uh, they recognize that, you know, that he was – he meant – as much as he meant a lot to the – you know the the audio the the, the or the, the the audiences the the music public the the fans he meant I'm sure he meant a lot to his family and his and his band the same five guys that he had been going around with for the past since sure. 1999 yeah let I mean that dude that's 18 years and and not to you know try to fast forward things ahead um, but I am just for the sake of fast forwarding things ahead once we get past the the shock and the grieving period. It's not like it, – it, it's it's so hard to say. It's not like he just they just lost their drummer. Um, yeah. But it's not like they just lost their drummer. They lost they the lost most the unique guy. piece yeah. of music probably <clears throat> in the 21st century. Yeah. How do you continue to tour? I, mean, I don't, How know, do you I go don't think you – I'm just trying to say is I don't think you do. Yeah. If they want to, it's fine, but it'll look differently and I – It'll sound differently, yeah. more important. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. But, I mean, I, boy, what, what do you say? What do you do? That's a – it's a stunning thing. It's a stunning reality. It, well, I mean, I, I hope it's, if anything, like, and I always will say this, like, it's not like he hated it. it, it we don't know what happened. We do know that he took his life and that mental health is a real fucking issue that if you don't understand as a human being in 2017, you, you might need some help yourself because this is real. And it's not, it, you know, he could have been, um, being he could have had had help he could have been seeing a psychiatrist he could have been taking medication we don't know none of it we know but what does matter is that he was um an advocate for helping those that had demons yeah and i hope that his legacy is such that his legacy is not tarnished by the fact that he did take his life but the life that he lived um was to help other people through his music and through his band and i'm sure I'm sure it's the same with you as it is with me, as it is with many of our listeners out there. It's very hard to have not been touched by somebody who has been affected by mental health and has ultimately succumbed to suicide. Suicide is no joke. No, um, of course not. But in this day and age, a lot of people, especially the males, and I'm not I'm not discounting the females. This, me- this message goes out to females too. But I know growing up, you and I – we men weren't meant to talk about feelings right. and what they weren't meant to talk about what they were thinking about. And if they were depressed or sad or were thinking about taking their lives, nobody was there to talk because it was a sign of weakness. Well, it's not. I think, and, I mean, I think that the times are changing, which is good. I think that even like thinking about our parents and it's just like generationally speaking, suicide and all the other stuff is becoming a lot more combat. Like, co- it's I mean compatible, like, right? I mean I think it's more, but I think it's also like much more of an easy conversation to have. Yeah, I think people are more comfortable and realize that it's talking about suicide is like talking about lupus. Like it's the yeah. same thing. There are diseases that affect people, and I would never be uncomfortable being like, yeah, lupus is a thing. You know what I mean? Like, sure, because it's an emotional roller coaster. That's where people get uncomfortable. But I mean, it's super important. And, and just know that wherever you are and whatever you're going through, right. You're not alone. No. 
There are people that care about you, that love you, that are there to help. If you don't want to reach out to family or friends, please pay attention to what I'm about to say. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24 hours every day. Again, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available 24 hours a day. Call 1-800-273-8255. That number, 1-800-273-8255. They have online chats. And you know what? If it, if you want to reach out to Matt or myself. Yep, we're always listening, and we'll probably make fun of you, but it'll probably make you feel good. I also want to shout out, uh, I have a friend named Jess who lives in Alabama and has been doing a lot of work with suicide prevention, and I appreciate all the work that she does, um, and I know this Pride Day was no good for her either because um, we grew up in high school. Sorry, sports are apparently important. <laughs> well, it, but that's the, it but, is a very important thing to realize that, you know, as, as sad as it is, we still have to move on. Yeah, no, you know? and we will. And we will in um, our life and, and in this show too. Um, but, yeah. You, you want to put a bow on this one? Yeah, no, I just uh, – I want to thank anybody that does work with, um, you know, suicide prevention. I want to thank anyone that does helps other people. That's a listening ear. Um, and I, I want to thank, and just like, I want to remember Chester Bennington for what he has done for music and for people. And we don't know how many lives he saved through his lyrics and through his music, but I know that, um, it'll be a tough, it'll be a tough road ahead. But the the man um, meant a lot to this uh, this country, this world um, through his music. So, uh, uh, through the theme of today, we will continue to play different Lincoln Park songs. This next one is a favorite of Mike and I's. Uh, it'll hopefully uh, flip the mood on this. And uh, before before we get yeah. to that one break, um, one of my favorite songs, "Crawling." I just want to read these lyrics and and oh, God. excuse me if I cry. Please do not. I will slap you. To find myself again, my walls are closing in. Without a sense of confidence, I'm, I'm convinced, convinced that, that there's, there's just so too much, much pressure to take. I felt, I felt this way before, before so insecure. insecure. You didn't need to read them. I had them, but I appreciate it. It just seems so... His lyrics were meant for people who were going through shit, and I hope that people can still do it and connect with what he was trying to do through the music and everything else. So we are going to move on. We're going to take this break. Get hype. We are. We're going to fucking cowboy the fuck up and kill this fucking <laughs> podcast. Um, Tone the line continues right after this. Welcome back to Toe the Line. I'm Matt. I'm Mike. And you just got all hyped up with some Linkin Park. Throwing back to Minister Midnight, one hell of an album. That is my uh, 
That's my number one seed from Lincoln Park right there. Oh, boy. That gets me hype as all get up. I don't even know what that means. I am I got like a half boner just from listening that to that song. That makes me uncomfortable. Well, it might be poking at you. Eh, a well, bit. no, because no, no. there's a fine line between a python and a toothpick. Oh, Just understand. Hey, speaking of snakes, um, you know that I'm deathly afraid of them, right? I do. And I'm not like like deathly. I've, I, is, I mean, is that your biggest fear? Oh, undoubtedly. Undoubtedly. Like you're not afraid of anything else. You would like No. You would rather like be buried oh. alive than yeah. have to be near like a little snake? Yes. Like a snake in a terrarium? Yeah. Like I it. can't. No, my, I, when I was teaching science, I, we we would skip that section cuz if I flipped a page and saw a snake there, I would I would have thrown the book on the ground. Jesus, why? I don't know. Oh, I do know why. I stepped on one in my bare feet when I was like 3 years old. And that's fucked with you since? Oh, totally. I can't pet them. I can't look at dead ones. I can't. No. Random side note. My dad once had like snakeskin underwear and Ew. my brother and sister would go in his. It wasn't like it was like just a pattern. Yeah. You know, they would go in the drawer and just chase me around the house. And I'm just bawling my eyes out. And my mom and dad are laughing at was me. This, was this last week? Well, it was over Christmas. But. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what my biggest fear. I don't even. I, I, it changes all the time. Is it heights? You know, fire. It's, it's it's some kind of death, right? So it's not like yeah. a thing, because like tarantulas are are make... sharks scarier than snakes to you? Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Think about it. No. A snake? No. Nope. I, I mean, I've seen thousands of snakes. I used to work like in orchards. I used to work in the woods. Like, uh, snakes are there, but thinking about a shark, like you don't know when they're there, and but you know where they're at. That's the thing, right? But I mean, you don't know. Like the people, they're the, the ocean, right? You're no. not gonna, you're not gonna go swimming in a river. Oh, there's a shark. No, I understand that. But what I'm telling you is that people get attacked by sharks on the fucking beach all the time. It, you, you don't go to the beach. I do. All right, then shut the fuck up. Because the idea is that, that sharks can be. And of course, I mean the the rarity of it is real. But yes. it's the same thing with fucking snakes. No, it's not. They're all the fuck. They're, they're everywhere. Here's Matt. A story. Statistically speaking. You're like it's probably the same fucking number that you would be bitten by a snake and killed as being eaten by a shark. The difference is is that when you get bit by a snake, you don't drown while being eaten alive. Yeah, but you, you fucking taint. But you can punch a shark in the nose and it swims oh, is away. That it? Is that That's it? all you got to oh, do? But you can't punch a snake in the nose. I would run out of a building, oh like God. through the brick walls, Jesus, to get away from. What the fuck is wrong with you? A lot. But yeah. the the point that I wanted to make is there was a story about this lady in Maryland. Lady? I want to say Silver Spring, maybe not Silver Spring. Somewhere in this nearby area to where we are right now. She went to bed. Stop. Seriously, stop. Don't play like me. <laughs> I can't wait to fuck with you the rest she, of these shows. She went to bed. Yeah. In her bed <clears throat> was a copperhead. Oh, shit. How the fuck... The- is like, there a shark in your bed ever, Matthew? So th- this is your problem. It's like you're just because a snake could be in your bed. Look, that makes them more fucking terrifying. So, so my thing is, I'm I I, didn't I read gar- the whole story. I, Maybe it was under the covers. She went in the bed. The fucking thing bit her twice. She had to surgery. She can't ever be comfortable in her house again. She moves. She can't be comfortable in any house. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what are you doing? I get That's- it. I get the fear, but I'm just telling you right now that she got bit by a copperhead. And that's a poisonous snake. It is. Yeah. And she's going to live. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and she's say. She's going to live a horrible life, though. You would rather just be killed? I. You want to be dragged under? You want to be, like, taken underwater that, with fucking sharks just gutting at you? Instead of living. But here's the thing. I can avoid sharks. If I'm afraid of a shark, I don't have to go to an ocean. Snakes are everywhere. They're apparently in people's toilets and beds okay, now. Okay, the rarity. It's a fucking rare occurrence. I get it. It came close to home, so you're shitting your pants. But that's an anomaly. It's a fucking anomaly. It's a fucking anomaly. I'm it's not, not going to happen. There's not going to be a copperhead in your bed unless I decide to go buy one and then do it. If you did, oh, <laughs> I mean. That would be the end of the podcast. It would be a friendship your li- in my life. Yeah. Your life first. Well, not if I didn't, you know, maybe I added a little extra poison to the fangs. That's like really. Fucked up? Yeah. Morbid? Kind of. Well, if I'm going to do it, I do it right. Well, now I'm a little confused. I love intrig- you. No, no, it's okay. It's how okay. do you? Shh. How do you, oh. I know you're afraid. Yeah, I kind of am. I just want you to know that. I just need you to understand the power I have. 
So you think a snake is scarier, not as scary as a shark. Do you think a, a lion is scarier than a shark? I, 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 cause you can't outrun a lion. Right. But I mean, it's, it's the same thing. Like I'm a land animal and it, a lion is. And so there's like, if there, I had a chance, I'd have an easier chance escaping a lion than a shark. Oh, sweetheart. Okay. First of all, <laughs> you're going to come up with some knowledge. You have none. You're in the fucking ocean. You can, where do you find lions at? In the jungle, in the, in the mighty in jungle, the fucking in the sea, plains, uh, yeah, right, 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 on land, you fucking taint waffle. You're not going to outrun a lion. See, that's it has four you, legs see, and uh, is bigger and faster listen, and stronger you than you, motherfucker. I wasn't saying I was going to outrun it. There's other opportunities. Yes, is your chance? Are your chances slim to none if the lion wants to come fuck you? Yes, but what I'm saying are there's also trees. Can lions climb? I'm sure, but there's other opportunities, obstacles, and people that can also help you. When you're in the motherfucking yeah. ocean, people can help you there too. Yeah, who's gonna come and swim to your aid when a fucking shark is eating at your ass? Uh, have you seen Baywatch? No. Zach Efron <laughs> I and Dwayne Johnson. You, we discussed this once before. Duh. We shan't, and I shan't in any capacity. Pamela Anderson might be there. That would be great. If mm. if Pamela Anderson, if you wait, were is Gary, she still wait, wait, hot? Is she still hot? She kind of is actually. I've seen a pe- picture of her recently. Okay, good. I haven't She's seen doing, her in like years. Doing pretty well for herself. All right, Pam. Uh, if you had the Option of surviving a shark attack, okay, but being guaranteed to be saved by Pamela Anderson, and as a result, getting a night with her, would you take that shark attack? Guaranteeing that you'll live. No. But you're guaranteed to live. Yeah, but you... You, what are, you don't want a night with Pam Anderson? What is it? Like, just a simple little nibble? Because the it's way a, you it, made it seem like I was going to lose a limb. No, I ain't losing a limb for Pam. No, he might, he might take a chunk and out of your Pam flesh. And what Pam are we talking Pamela about? Are Anderson. we talking Pamela Anderson now, or are we talking about... Pamela Anderson 25 years ago. I, like I said, she's not bad now. Right, but I'm not risking my flesh for old Pamela Anderson. I mean, you could, you would, nah, you see, would become. No, what, the answer like, is no. Oh, okay. I'm I like, would do it 25 years ago when I was Just a four. chunk, you know, it takes a chunk <laughs> out of your leg or something like that. Yeah, well, that's, okay, a chunk out of the leg. You get to keep your leg. Right. But, but you the, got a big ass scar there. For Pamela Anderson now? For Pam, yeah. No. Mm, I'd consider it. I'd have to consider that because not only do you, I, I also, I well, here, I don't know you because that, two, you get two awesome stories out of see, that. See, I don't want the stories. That's not the stories. You know what I want? I, I want, want I want pre Tommy Lee, Pamela Anderson. Oh yeah. Cause Tommy Lee looks like he's had tetanus for 35 years. Well, I mean, no, let's it, look at everybody. Pamela Anderson's been with. Right. But I guess Guarante- Tommy Lee is the one that sticks out to me. Guarantee you, you catch something. He just looks like he has rust. You know who, ha- who else has rust, but not really rust. Herpes. <laughs> that was not a good transition, but no. I appreciate the effort. You know, you know who else has rust, but actually rust is code for herpes. I mean, that's what that's what I've been Odenton, man. We call the herp rust. Right? No, we don't. <laughs> we got been here a lot longer than you. Got a little bit of rust. So who might pants. have a little bit of the herp? He got it. Do do. He got it bad. Do do. When he's on the phone, hang up and it burns. Oh my god. I did it again, and I'm going to make the herpes drop. I sure got herpes, man. He got that herpes stuff. How bad is that? He might even have the clap. But are you surprised? <laughs> I'm not surprised by any celebrity. I just think. Thank you. That's, what I, that's I, where I I think the that. problem is that we assume that celebrities aren't human partially. Right? And so. Yeah, I mean, you guys assume celebrities don't think they're human. Right. But see, that's. Exactly. Exactly. So if you're a celebrity, like, I don't know. If I was a celebrity, I would never get married and I would do everything I've ever wanted. Because you can. Right. Exactly. Why not? You, you got can, the money. And you're fucking. You're a celebrity. You're a motherfucking usher. What can't you do? Exactly. You want. Well. Said chick? You got her. Well, it's not just that. It's the drinking. It's the it's parties. The parties. All that. Yeah. And what, what comes to that is continuous promiscuous sex, mm-hmm. which, again. We talk about promiscuous sex as though it's like it's it's 2017. It's not a fucking problem. If you want to fuck, you can go fuck. The problem is way to put it so delicately. Yeah, I, I just I just I think that this is the world we live in. Come on, how many people are gonna start thumping me with a Bible at this point? It's what it is. the The difference is is that a lot of people are starting to realize like wrap your shit up yeah. because people are gross. Well, here's the thing. He thought it was under control. 
And, you know, with herpes, it flares up at any time. Yeah. You, you, you don't know. But, right? I mean, herpes is for life. Herpes is for and life. And so he just needs to know that. And you got to be smart. But, be, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> that, I don't know. I just. But, I mean, a lot of you, weird A lot of weird news uh, th- this what week. The fuck? I'm about all that stuff. I'm and just it, pressing it, my forehead against this microphone. I, I don't. But with all the songs that he came out with. I know. Like, I. And I've been to one of his concerts. <laughs> oh, fit- my God. I see a little cold sore. So you I, it was better inter- wash your face now. It was entertaining. I got I got yelled at a lot for it. I got yelled at at that concert by my wife at that point in time, girlfriend, because I sang every one of his songs too loud for her liking. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. Though. That's what I was it's saying. It's a fucking concert. What are you supposed to do? Whisper sing? That's that's. Oh my god. She's like. She's like. I did it again. She's like, people are looking. Why are they all looking? I'm They're like, looking because he's having a good motherfucking time. That's all I was having. I was having a fantastic. It, it, I did it great. I bought. I was at a. <laughs> I was at a professional development. <laughs> and, oh, oh, let's bring that one back. And, and so I like like always at the professional developments was not paying attention. I was surfing my computer for something else. Saw that Usher was in town. Decided to buy tickets right there on the spot. We went to the concert that night. Had a great dinner beforehand. Had a great time at the concert, honestly, but I, I was, uh, I was a little taken aback by the amount of pushback that I got from her for singing at a concert. That's um, what you do. I, I literally, I've been to like, so I mean, not the, the, my first two concerts were Lincoln Park concerts. Were they really? Which, which is a good like a reality. Ironic for the sake of no, that, no. that's not no, no, no. Don't you fucking ruin that. <laughs> but uh, that segment is coming up, by the way. Sure, just be ready for it. Uh, no. The two, the Lincoln Park concerts, I knew every lyric to every song, especially the first one they did because that was their first two albums. I scream sang every fucking song like I was Chester Bennington, and you know who looked at me? Nobody, no. because everyone was doing it. Yep. Everyone couldn't put their head, they couldn't, You people could not look down mm-hmm. all the way at their feet because they were too busy nodding their head up and down like a crazy person. I've been to, I want to say, four OAR, five, four or five OAR concerts now. Uh, I now at the point where, if you're not singing every word to every song, it's like, why are you here? How do you not know what they're doing? How do you not know these songs? I don't know, man. It's, it's you. You go there to have a good time, yeah. To get drunk, to forget about life for a while, and and just right. You know, it's it's music a fucking concert. It's music. One of my favorite bands, Thrice. They have a small following. I mean, they're getting bigger, but right. it's it's no. You don't have to know them. Are you similar doing to that? OAR? Right. I think OARs. I mean, that's like that's they have a pretty good following. They've been around for a minute. They have been. But regardless, it doesn't matter if you're a big venue or small venue. People are going to come out to see you because they fucking appreciate your music. So I don't fucking understand why it's a problem to just let the fuck go. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, But, hey, that, hey, that is the case. Whatever. Uh, what three artists right now that's still touring? Artists or bands or anybody? Whatever. Three musical acts that you would see, you would pay, excuse me, there we go. You fucking. Why? Well, I, I held it in the first time, and then I'm like, wait, this is towing the line. We don't care. We're about just that. a filthy group of mongers. Well, yes, we are. Uh, so, three people that you would pay, we'll call it 125. <laughs> Long live the king. I always got to one up you. Um. Three, three bands that you, three bands, groups, artists, whatever. Three musical acts you would pay one hundred twenty-five dollars or more to see today. I mean, that's my question: is that to be like I went to a my? They still have to be around. Well, yeah, okay. So I saw thrice for like fucking twenty-five bucks, and so if they're look, if they're on your list, that's fine. Do I have? Can I have already seen? Are you saying like? No, you can. I could already have seen them. Well, no, let's go with people you haven't okay, seen. Okay, so yeah, yeah like let's do that. Better. Let's go with people you haven't seen. Holy shit, that's a tough one. Let's do. You got. Like, you have something. I got. Go I got my list already. Really? All right. Oh yeah. Fuck. I'm ready. Maybe I. I'm I think, excited and I'm ready to oh, rock. Okay. And well roll. then, calm it down. Who have you? Who, oh, okay. Just start us off. Give me one of yours. You want my number one or my number three? Give me your number three. My number three. My number three. I got like a three A and a three B. Is that no, fair? No. No. You said three. <sighs> you fucking taint. That's a tie. We'll do. We'll do honorable mentions before I, we hit number one. I like it. All right. Number three is Eminem. Hmm. That's a good one. Eminem. And let me get more specific on your ass in Detroit. I don't want to see Eminem in. You don't want to see him in in Phoenix, uh, Arizona. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I have go no to Phoenix, interest Arizona. to seeing him at Rock on the Range or what. I want to see him in Detroit. I want to see him in an underground club in Detroit. 
I don't want that's my number three. I don't want to see him in an underground club. I I want to. I just want to see him in general. I would see. He's not on my list, but I would definitely love to see Eminem. Holy shit, that's tough. Um, Oh, you know who I would like to see? Who's that? Outcast. Outcast is number three on my list. All right. I was trying to figure out. Because I had, oh, I'll tell you my honorable mentions later. But sure, yeah, sure. Outcast, I just feel like they would perform awesome. How many? And how many honorable honorable mentions are we allowed to have? Ironic for the sake of irony. Too soon. You know what? That's what happens when I don't have the proper equipment to run a. F- What's wrong with you? What did I do? You didn't do anything. It's uh, he's it's. Angry. I need. I he's need. An angry elf. It's okay. Calm it down, sweet pea. If you want to donate to Towing the Line so I can get the proper equipment that I can have so we can make sound effects and liners and intros and outros, and Matt doesn't have to make the voices every time with I his mouth. I actually prefer it. Instead, I can record it and put it onto a musical platform We're device. not that desperate. We have money. Oh, we are know. rich. We have no money. Rich in love. Uh, shout out to Esme, uh, my friend, who gave me this fucking awesome mug. Since we're going to sit here and bitch about things that we don't have, I'm going to say something I do have. It's an awesome mug that has a carabiner built in. So now I'm set for the woods. Okay. So your number three was Outcast. Mine was Eminem. My number two. You ready for this one? I don't know. Are you ready for it? Because you seem a little fucking tense. I'm, I'm ready. I'm excited. And I'm... You shoved me right past this mug into your angst. Where would you want to see Outcast? Oh, I wouldn't care. It doesn't matter. I don't think most of them matter see, where. See, for me, it does, actually. I, I think certain places, depending. I mean, Outcast would be cool, like in a big venue, in like Florida. No, I, I would. That, that's a place I would not want. I would like to see Outcast in Toronto. Okay, I could see that because it's cool weather. Yep, <laughs> and I can be in Toronto. All right, here we go. You ready for my number two? Brrr. Madison Square Garden. Oh God, Billy Joel. Eh. Would love to see Billy Joel, and if I can get specific, Billy Joel with Elton John. I've heard is a concert for the years or for the ages or the lifetime. I don't know. Uh, I would definitely love to see Billy Joel though. And the thing with him is he's getting up there in age. So time might be running out a little bit on that well, one. You never know. Any everyone's running out of time at this point. So that's my number two, Billy Joel. My number two is the rock band Shinedown. Um, everyone knows. What do you, do you know? Shinedown. I've heard of him. I couldn't. You know, pick him out of a I just saw Haley's comment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She waved. That one. Why you always running? Okay, we're, we're, this is not a musical Even podcast. The man in the moon disappears. Uh, <laughs> God, I've never, nah. been, I've never been good with lyrics. I know, I can tell. I make like ninety percent of them. I up. just saw. Uh, Shinedown's an awesome band. They are a fucking breed of uh, music from it's, it's everything from the '60s to now. So I mean, I think they got such a range, and that would be really cool. A big. Big fucking concert venue, but I would be. I, and here's the other thing: is that there's. What are you doing? Trying to. You're sit. you're officially muted. I'm, I'm you're not sit. even listening to me. I'm talking to myself. It's actually true. Yeah, you've been muted, so no one fucking hears your taint ass. All right, I'm back now. I'm back now. I I apologize. I had to get something ready. Yeah, great. I don't even know if I want to do it now. Keep going. I'm gonna mute you. I've been listening. What did I just say? You said they have a wide range of, of eclectic not, hits from the 60s to today. I had said that about five minutes ago. All right. So uh, I would love to see them um, in any kind of big arena. Like uh, when I actually saw Linkin Park the first time, they uh, they split FedEx Field in half. And I was on really? the actual football field awesome. um, moshing like a crazy person at the age of 15. Never so been I'd... in a mosh pit too Whoa. small for that. <laughs> no, you're not. I've seen younger, smaller people. I was I was afraid I'd get hurt. Have you ever crowd surfed? No. No. Too big for that? Not when I was at the Lincoln Park concert. Were you ass grabbing? <laughs> okay, calm it down, no, you okay. fucking weirdo. You're just a creep. No. I'm a, was, I, yeah, I know. Okay, I, I just, I just, I'm uh, a weirdo. Oh, I said I'm both. Stay. <laughs> Shinedown is my number two. Okay. Number one that I would pay. Uh, I need your honorable mentions. Oh, thank you. Very good. Uh, very quickly, honorable mentions, in particular order. Ow! <laughs> I hit my elbow. Justin Timberlake. And yeah. Nelly. If you want, I got one to go ride with me with three women and a phone and a phone and You ready for my last one? I would like to see Bruce Springsteen in the E Street Band. I don't have anything for that. I don't give a shit about Bruce Springsteen. 
Tramps like us, baby, uh, we're born to run. What are your uh, honorable mentions? I don't know. <laughs> Way to be prepared. I know. I was too busy making fun of yours. You know what? I'll go on a little rant now so you uh, can think of your honorable mentions. Lick my. Chunko. The troll's been muted a third time. <laughs> you fucking. He's drinking Goldschlager like it's a fucking treat. Like it's a delicacy. There's nothing I want more than having liquor with arts and crafts at the bottom of it. Don't deflect. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I would love to um, see uh, Puddle of Mud. Yeah. Uh, they've always been a great band. Uh, DMX yeah. would be fucking. There's I, a hilarious video out there of like everybody in the state of Indiana is like at a DMX concert. You know who you always talk about? Oh, I know. Uh, you didn't let me get to my third. Okay. Because. I think I know it now. It, he just released the song, the one song he did in a 2017 version, Cisco. No. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You can't be serious right now. I promise you. You would go see a Cisco concert? I would go just to see him sing the thong song. I was going to say, name another song other than the thong It doesn't song. fucking that's like, matter. That's like going to see Lou Bega because you know Mumbo Number no. 5. Yeah, I would. Who who out there can say they've been to a Lou Bega concert, let alone a Cisco? I would easily. If Cisco came... They, they'd be like $15. I, that I'm saving money and I'm getting what I want. You want to go see Kid and Play too? No, because I don't like Kid and Play. <laughs> I'll see Kid Rock run for mayor. <laughs> I would absolutely see Cisco. You know who I thought you were going to say? And it may be your number one, but I'm kind of thinking it's not. Who? Nas. You know, I was on the fence with Nas and Outkast. Yeah. So, yeah, Nas is definitely on that. Okay. I would love to have seen Nas. I, I love old Nas. Right. Uh, yeah. Like, when I was like, what is that? Fucking, like, when he was starting releasing good shit when he was, like, 2000. <laughs> what? No, you're, I, I'm just saying that every time we're in the car, you all you have a Nas uh, cassette, don't you? I had a, I you had had a, a cassette or something. I had like an that. Outcast cassette, but oh. I definitely had Nas on CD. Yeah. Yeah, See, no, I, absolutely. I know. Don't don't come don't, at don't come at I me sideways. Even, I didn't come for you. All right. Who's your number one? You ready? I don't think I am. Cause I feel like you've seen the bands that I know you like. This isn't oh I guess it's a band. I but it's not really a band. I don't know. You ready for it though? I'm not even, Bruno Mars. <laughs> Real <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I hope that everybody heard the gulp. <laughs> Because that's like something that you see on TV. That's the motherfucker. <laughs> that's who you want to see, dude. I would. And here's the thing: when did you get bored? Bruno Mars is the premier entertainer of our day yeah. now. Is he? The, is 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 Bruno Mars the next Michael Jackson? Oh, that's. Are a you allowed great, to say that? Great. I don't. Or know is if that you offensive? Are. Because people are always saying, well, "Is LeBron the, the new Michael Jordan?" Why can't I say, "Is Bruno because, the next Michael Jackson?" Because Michael was doing it when he was so, so young. Who gives a shit? I'm. Just, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Look, Fuck that's that. all I'm saying. I feel like a Bruno Mars concert would be one of the more entertaining things that I've ever seen. So when I go to a concert or when I go to see something, I go to be entertained. I don't necessarily go to see a group. I want to I want to be entertained by it. So if I know that there's a good group out there, but they don't play a good live show, I'm not going to go see them. Bruno Mars looks like a fucking party. Why? Because you saw him on the Super Bowl for the past three years? What? Yeah, one, yes. <laughs> and he puts on a hell of a Super Bowl show. I'll give you that. Okay. That alone. Although, I'll tell you what. Gaga did a hell of a job. She sure did. Tumbling out of that. She sure know. did. Uh, we could do an entire show on Super Bowl performances. Fact, next thoughts, putting it down. <laughs> I I could see Bruno Mars in a couple of years being a Holly, not Hollywood, a Las Vegas performer. He's that good. Is that what you want, though? As a, as an artist, you want like look. You, you don't think have... Britney Spears? Britney Spears is like apparently an amazing Las Vegas performer. Apparently, yeah. she's killing it out there. Yeah, but like that's because remember. she had to reinvent herself. I don't think the fucking I made it was being a Vegas performer. I don't think so either. But I, I'm saying that is the kind of act that would thrive in Vegas. Just the amount of entertainment that goes into it. He could sing. He can dance. He's a charmer. Uh you know, it seems like he tells stories. He has a live band. Big points for me when you have live bands there. I uh, like the dude does it all. The dude no, does it all. I'll give it to you. So Bruno Mars is my number one. Uh, tickets. You know, he's coming to DC on tour. Guess how much tickets are? Guess I'm gonna say over a hundred. They're the cheapest one is one ninety eight. Jesus Christ! I can't do it, man. I can't drop 
400 on a oh and those tickets by the way are behind the stage off to the side so you can't see a thing so why would i pay for those if i wanted to see the stage the cheapest tickets are like 360 i can't drop 700 on a, on a concert i just can't do it i can't do it fuck 300 i could do I, I wouldn't. I would never put my. I, I the most I paid for a concert was. Oh, that's for two tickets. Was three hundred. Three hundred for two. I right, but it. I paid. I paid. Listen to this fucking concert though. The the first Lincoln Park concert I went to it was when they first like it was their, only their second album, so they weren't even the headliner. Oh well. Um, it was. It was Lincoln Park. There was like two rock bands before them, um, the Deftones, who are a prominent in the metal world, uh, Limp Bizkit and Metallica. Nice. Eighty bucks. Nice. That's pretty good for being Hell, on the. Uh, it, those were field tickets, so I was like right there on the stage. That's all you need. Um, oh, so so my number one. Yeah. Um, and I was tr- I was scrolling through, and I was like, <sighs> I was trying to figure out like who was somebody I would love to see, and like are they even performing anymore? But maybe they are. Maybe they aren't. I don't know. Uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. A little CCR. I feel like that would be a badass concert because bow, they bow, just have bow. so. Ma- okay, no, no, but that was not that. That was just you and bear, bear, bear. I was proud of Mary. That was the intro It was not proud Did I do any Bruno Mars bowing? You don't know any Bruno Mars songs to bow to. <laughs> I'll give you the platform. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. See, you got to think about it. This is straight off the break, straight off the top of the dome, all day, by myself. Why do you always this why, side of the why microphone? Why do you always get all fucking chesty when you think you're tough? Because <laughs> Kevin Hart says, "Yeah, you're not Kevin Hart. You're even I'm shorter." About to, I'm about. I was gonna say I'm about to say <laughs> that's, that's rude. That's rude. Uh, no, yeah, I would love to see CCR. I think that'd be a badass concert. I don't even know. I know um, John Fogerty's brother died a while ago, so I don't even know if the band's still around. But yeah, that would be mine. You know what I've come to learn out of this little exercise here. What's that? We hate country music. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I got friends in low. I was cut. So you want to go into? Uh, let's finish up with a little uh, little new segment that we uh, invented. We are going to fucking be miserable about because some asshole's gonna play it over and over again until I fucking jump. Ironic for the sake of irony. Yes, our <sighs> lovely co-host Matthew did utter those words at one point in time. During the second or third show. I regret it. And I don't, because it gave us a new segment. Again, the way you play this, you go on to Facebook.com slash Tewin the Line. Tewin the Line there, hon. And you write down what is ironic and that happened to you in life, an ironic story you just know. You put that down, you throw out your Twitter, your Instagram, whatever you want. We go in, on here, we... Uh, we give you that verbal nod, and we read it on the podcast as well, so you get a little bit of love on the podcast as well as anybody that goes to the page and sees it. Uh, you have all of that stuff at your availability. Matt, yep, yep, are yep. you ready to play? Ironic for the sake of irony. Nope, but I'll do it. All right, take your swing. Here is my ironic story that I found on the interwebs. Uh, you know the band ZZ Top? I do. What do they look like? Uh, they're three big dudes with beards. Well, two of them have beards. Right. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah. Two yeah. of them have beards. Two of them right? have beards. Yeah. They're, you know the third guy. There's a third guy. Oh yeah. You know what his name is? What's his name? His name is Frank Beard. <laughs> does Frank have a beard? He does not. I just told you. <laughs> you just said he didn't have a beard. I said. Oh. You know the three guys. Oh, the third one didn't have a beard. The third one that doesn't have a beard. His name is Frank Beard, and that makes it. Ironic for the sake of irony. How do we play? Do we do good there? We did very well. All right. Way to play the game. Uh, Your I, turn. I grew up knowing that. That's something that my dad forced down my throat. Sorry whoa, to hear that. Whoa, wait a minute. I uh, I don't necessarily want to continue this conversation well, without I, a psychiatrist. I mean, he was telling me all about ZZ Top and all that stuff. Yeah, that's different. Yeah. All right. So my turn at this wonderful game that we play. Did you know that in the employee handbook at McDonald's, <laughs> so far so good. They encourage you to eat healthy. <laughs> How and, do they fucking do so? And with that, they tell you to not eat too much McDonald's. And that makes it ironic for the sake of irony. That, that's a beautiful thing. It's crazy to me to think that that's uh, that's a real thing, but it's so true. 
do we have anybody on Facebook that reached out to us between what like Tuesday and today? I don't think so. No. So therefore, we wrap up our second game of ironic for the sake of irony. <laughs> With that, it's almost time to get out of here. Yeah. But I, I I did have a one more story, one more transition before we do. Uh, I chose the ironic story about McDonald's for this reason and this reason alone. Uber Eats. You heard of it? Yeah. So this is where society's going to. It's going straight to hell in a handbasket. Uber's a great invention. Gets sure. us from here to there, and it's cheaper. Uber Eats is a terrible invention. It makes us fatter by the minute. What Uber Eats is, you can order uh, a meal from anywhere. I'm assuming some schlub in, in a nice Acura is going to go swing by the drive through and pick you up whatever you ordered and bring it to your house. So it's kind of like a delivery service, like you were ordering a pizza or some Chinese. Yes. Except now we're doing it for fast food. Right. McDonald's delivers now, thanks to Uber Eats. So all the all the chubsters out there that are just sitting on their house, I don't, I think finger just, up their ass, as finger they, up their ass, as they just sit with a shirt full of crumbled potato chips, with their belly hanging over their hey. lap, hey. watching. Hey. This sounds like less of an anti-Uber Eats and more of a fucking problem you have. Are you angry? Yeah. Do I think it's nuts? Yes. But do I also think that makes sense? Yes. No, it doesn't. It's the movement of technology. It's fat people not having to get it off isn't the couch. Even fat. Oh, bullshit. You make it seem like it's fat people. It's lazy people. Fat, lazy people. No, just lazy people. Or fat, lazy they people. They can be, or they can be... Here is your problem. You are a... F- uh, 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 a fucking jackass. <laughs> Those were the words I was looking for. <laughs> they escape you so often, I know. Yeah, I know. No, I think that, I don't think it's, a, I also think that where it's convenient is, like, the business place. For so, lunches or something like yeah, that? Yeah, okay, that's I where I think it makes sense, especially right, in a yeah. city. Like, okay. if you're not near food, you're in a food desert, yeah. it makes sense to do it. I can see that. But I think I agree, like, in a place where we're staying, like, that's ridiculous. Could you, I mean. Although, what the fuck the is first... the difference between that and, like, delivery? Well, the f- it's cheaper. So, but that has nothing to do with being lazy or what you were fucking angsty about. Well, here's here's what I just envisioned, and it's terrible to think this, but Jesus. I just envisioned you on a couch, like twenty years from now, like five hundred pounds. I yeah no please no, ow and um no it's it's I just envisioned somebody calling up Uber Eats. Why do you got to envision me? I don't know. Don't put me in your shitty scenarios. All right, fine. I, I envision myself. I'm holding his finger, by the way, it's and I'm weird. thinking about just breaking it in half. It's very weird, yet slightly erotic. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you just pulled it straight off the top. Anyway, uh, just envisioning people, at least when they have to go to McDonald's, they have to walk to their car. You now all they got to do is walk to their door. What was that uh, movie, Wally? Wasn't that the Wally. problem? Wally. I think we need to end the show. Wally. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know how you feel about Uber Eats, but I can tell you that this has nothing to do with Uber Eats. Oh, you've been muted. Oh, no shit. All right. This has everything to do with Mike's fucking problems and his angst. We need to, we, we need to change the name of the show from Toe in the Line to Mike Gets Muted. <laughs> Are you fucking sad? Just a little bit. Are you a little emotional right now? We're near double digits for this show, Matt. <laughs> You're getting a little too finger trigger happy on this mute finger, button. Finger happy. Let's get out of here. Shit. Don't get angry. We can never say goodnight to each other mad. <laughs> I love you. I'm mad, but I love you, too. You're not mad. I'm mad at you, but I love you. I'm well. going to mute you for being mad. It was a good show. It was a good show. I hope everybody out there enjoyed it. ToneTheLine.com. Oh, tone the <laughs> Jesus, help we me. We have our own website. Uh, no, no, maybe. Yeah, one day. Facebook.com slash ToneTheLine. SoundCloud.com. Google ser- or search in there, ToneTheLine as well. Hit the like button, hit the share button, get your friends involved, get involved with our new game. I can't even help you. Ironic for the sake of irony. Jesus, that took you a while. Shut up. Get involved with that. Let us know what you want us to talk about with Hipster Hill. If you have anything that we can discuss for Better Get Show Etiquette, do that as well. And for Matthew. That is Michael. Have a fantastic evening, everybody. This has been Towing the Line. Bye there, hon.
it starts with one I don't know why It doesn't even matter how hard you try Keep that in mind I designed this rhyme to explain in due time All I know Time is a valuable thing Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings Watch it count down to the end of the day The clock takes life away It's so unreal Didn't look out below Watch the time go right out the window Trying to hold on to didn't even know Or wasted it